Welcome back to Owls at Night, episode four. This week, we're going to be talking about neighborhoods within Philadelphia. And the neighborhood we're going to highlight this week is South Philly. As somebody who was born and raised in South Philly, I can't help but champion how dope a place it is to experience. It is located south of City Hall, where William Penn looks over the entire city. And within South Philly lives some of the most important places all of Philadelphia has to offer. Remember that scene in Rocky when Balboa was running in the middle of the street and somebody threw him an apple? That's the Italian market, located around 9th and Christian within South Philly. Or how about South Street, where you can get a tattoo, video games, and a back rub all along the same street. And of course, the sports complex, where all of Philly's professional teams play. Some notable people from the past that lived in South Philly includes actor, singer, and teen idol Frankie Avalon, who was famous during the 1950s. Of course, there's also Joey Bishop, who was a member of the Rat Pack. If we're talking current times, one of the best rappers of all time, Black Thought, grew up in South Philly. His group, The Roots, which all originate from South Philly, including Quest Love, who currently can be seen regularly on Jimmy Fallon's Late Show. The three neighborhoods that we'll be talking about in South Philadelphia are the Italian Market, South Street, and the Philly Sports Complexes. The Italian Market is America's oldest and continuously operating outdoor market and is located in South Philadelphia's Bella Vista and Pasadena Square communities. They have a collection of 200 individual businesses situated between two public parks and two churches. The Italian Market spans over 20 city blocks including 8th, 9th, 10th streets from Fitzwater Street at the north through Warden Street at the south. Inside the market there are old family businesses and many other new ethnic families eager to share their traditions. The Italian Market proudly hosts Philadelphia's largest and best block party, the South 9th Street Italian Street Market Festival. Now South Street. South Street begins at 33rd and Spruce Street in University City, heading southeast past the University of Pennsylvania's Franklin Field and the University Museum. It crosses the Schuylkill River and the South Street Bridge. South Street then heads east and becomes a one-way eastbound from 27th Street all the way from Front Street. On South Street, there's restaurants, clothing stores, record shops, tattoo parlors, bars. There's a ton of things that attract uh, tourism and young life there. And then the sports complexes, there's the Wells Fargo Center, Citizens Bank Park, and Lincoln Financial Field. Walking down the 1900 block of South Hemmenberg Street, you could often hear lively singing of a neighborhood boy that would often fill up the air with joy. Many neighbors would often rave about the handsome and sweet boy, Frankie Avalon, and the neighborhood rumor was that he would become a star. As a child, Frankie took the stage as a young prodigy trumpet player, landing himself an appearance on the Jackie Gleason show and eventually his passion and talent for music got him noticed by the Philadelphia Chancellor Records, 
who gave him his first record deal where he was able to record his first popular single, Cupid and Dee Dee Dina, which hit the top 10 charts. He went on to have a largely successful music career, landing himself 31 charted U.S. Billboard singles from 1958 to late 1962. However, the highly successful artist wanted to take on new adventures during the end of the 50s. And so Frankie Avalon and so Frankie Avalon entered into the world of cinema. The Philly-based artist used his outgoing personality and striking good looks to wow audiences in many music-based movies like Guns of the Timberland and Grease. In fact, John Wayne was drawn to Frankie Avalon upon watching Guns of the Timberland and knew he needed to cast him in his new movie, The Alamo which was the start of another successful career for the ambitious South Philly boy. Now, a couple blocks over on the 300 block of Snyder Avenue lived a boy with such a big personality, who was always known for cracking jokes, whose name was Joey Gottlieb, AKA Joey Bishop. You could often see Joey performing at clubs when he was very young all throughout South Philly with his then group, the Bishop Brothers. They would often go out multiple nights a week to do comedy sets and give the audience a feel-good show that would have them clutching their stomachs all night long. Now, word got around about Joey and the Bishop Brothers, so much so that Sinatra made sure to catch one of their sets in 1952, down at the Latin Quarter. After seeing it, he knew that Joey was going to be a star. After Sinatra's findings, Joey Bishop went on to have a recurring show at the Sinatra's Rivera Club in North Jersey, which ended up launching his career, allowing him to have appearances on the Jack Parr show, acting roles, and most famously, his own sitcom on NBC, The Joey Bishop Show, which aired for four years, from 1961 to 1965. After the Joey Bishop Show sitcom was such a hit, it was decided to continue on, but change it to a talk show that then went on for another four years. Joey Bishop offered not only South Philly, but people across the globe with endless laughter and joy for years on end. When we think of the year 2050, we think of crazy science fiction movies and visions of flying cars and a world driven by gadget-like technology. While we should expect life to be more intertwined with advanced technology, we should also know that the main priority is likely going to be sustainability. The popular buzzwords of today's world like smart technology, organic sourcing, and emphasis on natural resources will become the predominant themes of living. Philly will become a more densely packed city. Out of the population of 9 billion in 2050, 70% are expected to live in cities. Cities will be more densely packed than ever before. We can expect greater emphasis on the quality of life and ensuring citizens have accessibility to reduce the negative effects of overcrowding. With this, we'll see changes in technology, streamed access to nature, 
desired services, and practically anything that can improve on one's quality of life. Accessibility will be on an all-time high because it will be necessary to keep lives thriving in the city. With more people, that also means an even greater need for sustainable practices. There will have to be a city-wide and even worldwide buy-in to avoid the legitimate threats of pollution, dangerous air quality, resource storages, and much more. So for a city like Philly, that's usually a little more on the dirty side with the air quality and um, water sources, Philly will definitely need to step it up in their air renewable sustainableness. One thing that will definitely have to improve in Philly in 2050 will be the transportation. It should be changed almost entirely. People nowadays are talking about self-driving cars, um, but with the reality of that, it doesn't really seem likely. Um, even with zero emission cars, their potential. Something that's really big that Philly will have to change in 2050 is their transportation. Um, right now, the Broad Street line, the SEPTA lines, are just not going to be sustainable, especially in 2050, when more people will be populating the cities. Streets in 2050 will likely be less present and instead will favor more space for pedestrians and alternative transportation. Cars go against the idea of reducing sprawl and make city experience less enjoyable by the area they take up and the impact they have. Most likely cars will still be around by 2050, but not to the extent that we'd expect. Public transit will become more prevalent and should be safer, more affordable, and highly efficient. A lot of people in Philly are relied, rely a lot on the public transportation and something that Philly should definitely invest in and definitely be fixing is their public transportation systems. Um, high speed and automatic travel um, should likely be the status quo. Um, for example, the city of Miami, um, they already have plans to place and start developing personal rapid transit vehicles. That is something that Philly should definitely be looking into to update their, to update parts of their city. The only way we'll ever reach the ideal sustainable cities of the future is by full support of people.